Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Talking Toronto Raptors, and we've got a London, Ontario Raptors super fan joining us, Rawad Sirhan. Good morning. How you doing, man? Good morning. How are you doing? Good. You are a viral sensation. You have gone <laughs> viral during the uh, the Raptors playoff run here. Explain to everybody who hasn't seen your online video why you're getting so much love. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not too sure why still, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of simple what I did. I didn't think it would end up, you know, getting all these reactions, but I, uh, I have quite a bit of a collection for all the Toronto Raptors jerseys. I've been supporting them since I was a kid. How many jerseys do you have? Uh, I'm at 41 right now. 40? I didn't know there was that many. Because yeah, they're, they're all like different styles. Different styles, different names, different years, different players. Yeah, it just it goes from way back from like, I have a Damon Stoudemire, the first jersey they wore, and then... Hmm. Marcus Camby, it goes all the way up until like what I'm wearing right now, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but yeah, just uh, so what I did was I wore all the jerseys, well, as much as I could fit on. I think I hit like 19 or 20 uh-huh. before like I could barely breathe. And it, just, <laughs> yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of that, uh, remember the, the Weezer video where they put on, I think it was another viral video that came before, but the guy like breaks the world record for most t-shirts worn at the same time. Hey, it's, yeah, hard. It it's, looks hard. Huge. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's super well, heavy Well, also, looking. I'm sure you didn't, buy these jerseys planning on putting them all on at once so you'd think they're all about the same size it's not like you have some extra extra larges no. that you can put on last right and the problem is actually i have ones that are very small because when i was a kid so some oh, of these yeah. jerseys my mom got me when i was nine or ten years old so we're talking like youth medium youth, youth large those are hard those are like trying yeah. to cut my circulation but it was uh, like a sausage where it was those horrible things. but so i only did it one take i didn't want to do it again it was kind of a spur of the moment thing we didn't really plan it and then uh, shared that. You put on all the jerseys and you were taking I took them, them off. Yeah, in like chronological order from like Stoudemire up until hmm. Kawhi. And then uh, Bleacher Report messaged me that night on Instagram. They're like, Can we, do we have your permission to share this? We'll give you credit. I'm like, sure. The whole reason I did this was to try and win tickets, which didn't work. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you well, we've do? got some news for you. Yeah. We don't, you still haven't won tickets. <laughs> oh, shoot. I wish we had Raptors tickets yeah, to no, give I you, wish, man. I wish. But uh, yeah, they messaged me and then I said yes. And then the next day uh, they shared it and then I just took off from there. Then I went to score, Bleacher Report, Yahoo Sports Canada. All over and all the these place. news outlets, and then just kept going, and then it's still going right now. So it's it's good. It's good. Your first jersey, your mom bought it for you. Was it something you wanted, or she just decided you were going to be a, oh, I, a Raptors I, I, fan? I really, really wanted it. I was I really liked Vince Carter at that time. You know, he was taking over the NBA at that point in time, and uh, yeah, I I really wanted the away colors they had, the purple and black, but didn't have it for my size, so I got a home one, which was the white and purple. My older brother got the purple and black, and that's kind of oh, when I was like, oh, shoot. But uh, Now I'm going to get more jerseys than anybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, your, your revenge plan took decades. It did, but I, I ended up getting that purple and black one, so so we're good now. Yeah. So uh, your uh, jersey collection is going to keep expanding as the team goes on in the future, but what jerseys don't you have? Are you missing any? Uh, I'm missing like two or three, which I do plan on getting. There's the... Uh, the camouflage one they have for the uh, the the veterans mm-hmm. uh, mem- like memorial one. Yeah, there is the Chinese New Year one I need to get, and there's just I think there's one more. There's like the home, you know how it was the Toronto Huskies before they were the Raptors. Okay, I have the blue one, the away one, but I don't have the home one, so I got to try and get. Was that, that like in the '60s or when were the? Toronto- it was way back. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of the first NBA games. But I got I got the away one, which is pretty cool. What is the jewel? Rawad is a, a super fan of the Raptors. If you're just joining us, has a huge jersey collection. He's from here in London. What is the jewel? Jewel of your jersey collection, your favorite jersey. 
You had to pick one. Yeah, I've, I've mentioned before. It's probably the, it's probably the one my mom got me the first one, the Vince Carter uh, two thousand and one. Uh, it just brings back some good memories. That's when just after the dunk contest and uh, the fact that it, it's it's like a pretty small jersey now. So when I look back, it kind of brings back some memories. Hmm. Yeah, reminds you you've been supporting the team for for a long time, since, right? Since as long as I can remember. And uh, the fact that they're this far right now, it, it doesn't feel real at all. To be honest, it's. Uh, it's a great feeling to be a Raptors fan because all those jerseys I had, I used to hide them. I wasn't proud to be a Raptors fan. Uh, it was one of those things, you know, everyone's talking about Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and I'm just there in the corner watching the Raptors stink it up. But now now it's it's good to see they've, they've come a long way. I'm really proud of them. Are you feeling good? You confident in the team now that they've split the first two games? Uh, it's tough because Golden State's like a juggernaut, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping, I think we'll split the series in, in the Oracle in Golden State and then... I feel like we could pull it off in seven. That's that's maybe it might be wishful thinking, but they're it's a good team, Toronto. They're a good team this year, so I'm hoping they can pull it off. It gives me goosebumps just to think about Toronto winning the NBA championship at home in a game seven. It oh. would be remarkable. I'm telling you, I think that city would shut down because you saw what they did when they won game six against Milwaukee. Yeah. That's just a game. I mean, we're going to the NBA finals, but it was a game they're six. They're tipping that- over the CN Tower. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a crazy sight. Uh, I'm, I'm Where sure are you the- watching the games here in London? So for game so game one I was there, which was amazing, and then game two game honestly I'm, I'm very particular where I watch the games. I kind of need to be uh, maybe with one or two people max and at home usually. Uh-huh. I don't really like when it's. I heard there's a Jurassic Park now here in London on Dundas Place. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I saw some videos. Uh, maybe maybe I'll I'll go there for one of them, but most of the time I'm really nervous, so I kind of just like being at home and <laughs> sitting down by myself or with a couple other friends and just that, you a couple the, friends in forty something Raptors jerseys. Pretty much, right? I just hang them all up on uh, on chairs <laughs> right beside me for good luck. That's awesome. We've yeah. posted Rawad uh, Sirhan's video here. He uh, he has a lot of jerseys and it's uh, it's gone viral. You can see it on the FM 96 Facebook fan page right now. Go Raptors. Thanks for stopping by the show this morning. Thank you so much for having me. And we want to give a Tasmania Pudos this morning to the London Free Press who published this. Uh, like, are they TMZ now? Is that what's going on here, Dev? It's what they're acting like uh, with the uh, Corey Perry story they uh, had come out yesterday. If you haven't seen it, you don't need to read it, but basically it's a story about how he uh, paid a lot of money for a house in London. He previously already lived in London, just bought a different house. Wants to make London his long-term home, and uh, they basically... It's about, about it's about how much he paid for his house, yeah, and where, where his house where, where is. Where it lives, where he lives. Yeah, and so Corey got wind that they were going to publish this article, and he asked, called the Free Press, said, listen guys, uh, I I worry for my safety, and when you're a celebrity, there's not just people in London. There's people all over the world who don't you don't want to know where you live, mm-hmm. so you can have some privacy and some security for your family. He's got a wife and kids. He wants them to be safe. He's on the road quite a bit. He wants his house to be protected, and he says this to the free press, and then they publish that in the story. Listen to this. As for why Perry asked the home not to be revealed, he fears gawkers, drive-by viewings, and break-ins. Noting the home of Brandon Prust, a former NHLer who played on the legendary 2005 night squad with Perry, was broken into after his address was made public. They leave out of the story that Brandon Prust's address was also made public by the London Free Press. No. Yes! They published his home address in an article a couple years ago, and then his house got broken into. And here they go doing it again. Some reaction here 
from people on Twitter. This is a classless story. A well-paid young person who wants to choose London as their permanent home. Add to our economy and you out them? Someone who's looking to shelter their family? What is the matter with you? This story is only an exclusive to the London Free Press because nobody else would do this. Yeah, I don't normally like to criticize other media because you don't know, you know, what sort of internal discussions they've had. But this type of a story just seems entirely pointless. Like there, there are news stories out there that are not, you know, all blood and death and everything. There's news stories because news is interest. What people find interesting. What this story could be is Corey Perry. Once he's done the NHL, he's already lived here in London. Wants to make London his long-term home. You can talk about his affection for London. You know, yeah. with the Knights, that could be the story without giving the area where he lives and talking about everything else. And they're, they're trying to make it look like he's overpaid for this house and whatever. I mean, he's entitled to do whatever he wants. If he loved this place, he wanted to buy it. Money talks. Everything <laughs> for sale has a price. He's got lots of money. And whose business is it but his, what he does with it? It's it's a common thing, though, it seems. Like, not generally in newspapers, but especially with TMZ, it's like, oh, this person's rich, therefore I feel no sympathy for them when they, you know, oh, he's a millionaire. What does he care? He's a millionaire, you know? But you sh- can't, shouldn't be showing up to people's houses or sh- giving people opportunities to show up to people's houses just because they're famous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, they didn't put his exact address in the article, so I guess they kind of... Uh, listen to what Corey had to say, but they narrowed it down enough that you can figure it out, right? It's irrelevant where he lives. He, like, he yeah. lives in London. That's how much time enough. has Corey Perry given London media over the years? Yeah. Too like me, he and all the other superstars that have gone on to play in the NHL have been very generous. I know to our show, to the London Free Press, with their time, and they they've built a relationship. I'm surprised that the uh, the newspaper wants to throw that all away for a. Uh, for a clickbait trash story. It's clicks. And it's, you know, when you think about resources at a time when, uh, on, like, one of the disappointing things for me has seen as being, like, the cutbacks that have been in a free press newsroom, which is a good newsroom, and where you could be putting your resources. Right now, we got a lot of big stories going on in the city. Uh, Blackridge, uh, the story that's been going on since last Thursday. Hospital has a huge deficit. That came out yesterday. Thames Valley School Board has a huge deficit. We're going to get a new police chief today. There's, like, new things coming along, yeah. and this is where they're putting their resources. Like, this, and now, like, Corey wants his place to be his home. He wants to be surrounded by his family. He wants to be surrounded by, uh, I'm sure, his trophies and his awards that he's won. Now he can't keep that stuff in his house. Yeah. Because the, the London Free Press decided to publish where he lives. Try to make him look like he overpaid for his house. If it's worth the amount he paid to him, then it's worth the amount he paid. And uh, summer blockbuster season underway. A lot of new... Uh, A lot of new movies coming out, a lot of new television shows making their debut. It's cool now that the TV season is kind of year-round. You Mm -hmm. get some, uh, like the Stranger Things uh, show is coming back soon. Uh, You got um, the new Batwoman show coming to television, Jim. Yeah, Ruby Rose starring in it. Uh, A lot of Batman stuff on TV nowadays, eh? Yeah. But, uh, you know, there is the the new Batwoman... uh, (laughs) 
trailer is upsetting all sorts of male fans online, eh? Because of uh, a couple of lines f- from the trailer here. So here's the first one. She, uh, this this assistant guy who. Batman, anyway, the storyline is basically Batman's gone. Nobody knows where he is. Batwoman, Ruby Rose, gets taken to his palace and the, goes into the Batcave with some other guy who works for Bruce Wayne, apparently, and sees the Batsuit. I need you to fix his suit. The suit is literal perfection. It will be. When it fits a woman. <laughs> um, and then th- this other part. So men are complaining because she wants the suit to fit her properly. Well, I, th- I think it's because she's saying, "Oh, it's not perfect." Just because Bruce Wayne invented it doesn't mean it's perfect. It'll be perfect when a woman wears it, you know? Uh-huh. Which is a bit silly. It's like, uh, why is it not perfect? Bruce Wayne, his parents were murdered. Uh, he's a genius with a bunch of money. He built it. It works. Uh, <laughs> you know, it worked if for a while. He would not be Batwoman if he was not yeah. uh, if he was not Bat- Batman first. Yeah. Gender aside, he was the first one to become a Bat person. <laughs> but you're going to put like a, a metal breastplate on the front of it. Now it's perfect, you know? It's got boobs now. <laughs> And then at the end of the trailer, this happens. I'm not about to let a man take credit for a woman's work. But Batman did it all! Are you taking credit for Batman's work? I don't know exactly if that's what she's referencing. Yeah, we don't know the context of that. That's just what it comes across as. In the new X-Men movie trailer, Dark Phoenix, this one comes out uh, this week, actually, in theaters. And there is another girl power moment. Here, let's listen. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to X Women. Oh, 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 oh. That's uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, Mystique, talking to Professor X in the new X Men movie that comes out this week. And we're wondering if the if women are getting pumped up by this sort of stuff, or if they see through it, they see it as a marketing tool for these movies, which uh, I kind of am leaning towards thinking it is, right? If they can make money off of it, if they know that uh, girl power is, is a big theme right now that people are latching onto, is it exploiting women, the fact that they're putting all these scenes in these movies as opposed to uh, just having... Strong female yeah. leads. Not just the scenes in the movies, the scenes in the trailers to promote right. the movies. Let's go to uh, Brittany here. What do you think, Brittany? Yeah, I do think it's a, a step in the right direction. You know, the more that we promote women's strength is just further empowering. But I also think that part of our strength comes from the fact that we are discreet about it. You know, we're just, we're awesome when we don't have to put men down to be able to promote that. It's a little too in your face, some of this stuff now. Yeah, I don't think there's a negative spin to it, which I don't think is necessary. Well, and I think women can see through the fact that these studios, like, a lot of these scripts are written by men. They are pandering towards women because they know it's what's popular right now and it's going to make them money. Exactly. But if you go back to, like, The Hunger Games, where, what was her name, Katniss. Katniss. Is just awesome and doesn't have to put down any of the men that work with her to be able to... Right. She's, she's not walking around saying, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. She's just being... A kick-ass bow and arrow person. She's I am Katniss. (laughs) Hear me roar. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Brittany. Hi, FM 96. So I love a good female lead role. I think that it's awesome that women are getting their place in the spotlight and being in a position of strength. And I love that. I think 
that's super empowering for like say my niece and I want her to see that she can be that however I do really honestly struggle with this whole women to be elevated have this opportunity and then are taking advantage of it to put down men in the process I don't think that's fair I don't think that's right I don't think that even if we as like women as like a gender have felt we've had that happen to us that it's right or even classy for us to then turn around and do the same thing I think it would be much classier for us to be like you know what we're women we're strong we can be elevated without having to put down men right um yeah who's keeping score here mystique who's counting the number of times the women have saved the men in the in the mutant world can't, can't we just be team members saving each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and 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 X Men already has an overarching analogy for refugees and immigrants being excluded as minorities, right. and you know, discri- discrimination. discrimination. Like there already is a great moral story going on behind the scenes of X Men already. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of just not classy. You know, like let's let's keep it cool. Let's let's actually show that we can be better than what has been demonstrated in the past, right? By including others to try and show your dominance or your power. Like, that's not necessary anymore. Like, we should be able to be past that. But I feel like we're not, clearly. <laughs> I need you to fix his suit. The suit is literal perfection. It will be. When it fits a woman. Fake news you choose. These are either real news headlines or complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up. You guess which is which, and you do it enough times, you're a winner this morning. Bubba is our contestant. Good morning, Bubba. Hi there. Okay. If you are correct, you will hear this. You are fake news. If you're wrong, you'll hear this. Failing pile of garbage. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. First headline, Xbox and Axe Body Spray have teamed up to make shower products specifically for video gamers. I say that's fake news. Mm, I'm sorry. That's real news. What? Yeah, Microsoft just announced it's teaming up with the people behind Axe Body Spray to make uh, a new line of shower products for gamers. They describe the scent as, quote, Pulsing green citrus. Now now video gaming is like esports. Now they got deodorants and stuff. (laughs) Well, if you're sitting in your in your parents' basement or up in your bedroom playing video games for twelve hours at a time, I think maybe promoting hygiene is is a positive that we can all appreciate here. I I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take a shower, you know, take a break from the energy drinks and have a shower every (laughs) once in a while. Next headline, map found in attic leads group of young adventurers to pirate treasure worth countless millions. Fake news, you sounds, like, sounds like Goonies. I'm going to go uh, fake news. It's the plot of Goonies. You are fake news. <laughs> I always wanted that to happen as a kid, though, oh, man. Absolutely. I love treasure maps. I wanted to go down like the in the cave where it was like a water slide. And it shoots oh, yeah, out yeah, and, and there's, like, the water shooting out. Oh, that was out. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next headline here, Bubba. A woman pulls a gun over who's next up in karaoke. 
fake news you choose? Um, that's real. That is real. You are wow. fake news. Happened in Austin, Texas, Saturday night, karaoke night. Woman got in an argument with a man over who was supposed to go, get up and sing next. She hit the guy in the face and then pulled out her gun and pointed it at the guy. Holy cow. She wow, was she was arrested on two felony charges, but she did get to sing next. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't know what song she uh, she was singing. I'm gonna guess with that type of attitude. I'm gonna guess Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Yeah, <laughs> or Jane has got a gun. <laughs> Jane has got a gun. Next headline here. Butt crack reduction surgery quickly becoming the hottest procedure among Norwegian plumbers. Ha, that's fake. Yeah. You are Get fake news. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care if their butt, butt cracks are showing. Look, dude, look at this picture I took. A guy came to repair the fridge at the Dream Home a few weeks ago. <laughs> I took a picture on my phone. Isn't that one of the qualifications of being a plumber? Yeah, you know he's good if his butt crack is almost fully exposed. Yeah, it's like the length of your resume, but it's the length of your crack. <laughs> Let's see. That's why get... I say no to crack. <laughs> Let's even get this last one here, Bubba. Fake news you choose. Is this headline real or did we make it up? Man chases home invader wearing only his undies while armed with a didgeridoo. I'm saying that's true. It is true. <laughs> Happened in Australia. You are fake news. And this may be the most Australian thing uh, you'll ever hear in your life. I've seen a shadow. He's lighting his phone accidentally. Come on and lit him up. And I knew when he went around the corner, he wasn't fast. Heard my dad start yelling, saying, get him. And boom, we started running down the road. They're out there in all my glory. I noticed <laughs> I run fast and naked. <laughs> I sort of was... Semi-naked anyway. We had him boxed in. He, he wasn't going anywhere. And if he came out, I was just going to try and tackle him or something. <laughs> he got off easy. He lost his shirt. Poor bugger. I felt like giving him one, but <laughs> it wasn't a shirt I wanted to give him. It's probably lucky uh, I only had a didgeridoo. <laughs> was that there? No, was, no, was it actually a didgeridoo or was that just... <laughs> hey, is that a didgeridoo in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? You guys know what a didgeridoo sounds like, right? <laughs> Imagine that noise chasing you. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, I, I think it was a swarm of bees coming after me or something. Right? <laughs> you turn around, it's just a naked Australian dude. <laughs> Congratulations, Bubba. That's enough for the win. That is how you play fake news. You choose. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.